you have your Bibles tonight, turn to Psalm 83 tonight. I'll give you some thoughts and things on Psalms 83 that I think that we need to know in the world today in which we live in. Psalms 83 is a plead. It's a petition. It's a cry out to God. And I think we ought to be crying out to God tonight. Not just for ourselves of the church, but we ought to be crying out for God for our country and this world that we live in today. Psalms 83 and first verse says, Keep not thy silence, O Lord, hold not thy peace, and be not still, O God. For lo, thine enemies make a turmoil, and they, have, and they that hate thee have lifted up the heads. They have taken craftiness counsel against the people and consult against the hidden ones. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. For they have consulted together with one consent. They are confederate against thee. Drop down to verse number 12. Who said, let us make, take the ourselves the house of God in possession? O oh my God, make them a like a wheel as a stumble before the wind, as the fire burneth a wood, and as the flame setteth the mountains on fire. So persecute them with thy tempest, and make them afraid with thy storms. Fill their face with shames, that they may seek thy name, O Lord. Let, the confound, let, them, let, be, let them be confound and trouble forever. Yea, let them be put to shame and perish. And here's what we're going to talk about tonight. That men may know that thou whose name alone is Jehovah art the most high over all the earth. Let us pray. Father, we thank you tonight. Lord, we just ask you to help us tonight. Lord, lift us up and encourage us. Lord, we just pray for our country tonight. You know the things that are happening around it. Lord, we just ask you, Lord, to put your hand on it. And Father, we ask you to lift us up and encourage us. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. I just want to preach a few minutes out of verse number 18, that men may know that thou whose name above alone is Jehovah. Uh, using that thought, what the world needs to know. Here in Psalms 83, Asap has a petition for divine help, and he describes the violence of Israel and their enemies. He prays for deliverance and that God will show himself supreme. And we see the plot in the first eight verses here. Uh, he lists those that are plot against Israel. There were ten confederate nations that he listed that turned against the nation of Israel. And he talks about their iniquity. He talks about, how, about the grief that they had been afflicted upon Israel and by their enemies. He talks about the cruelty and the craftiness of the enemies conspiring against the nation of Israel. He talks about their identity as he begins to name those and their names and planning to wipe out the nation of Israel in verse 6 through 8. And the Bible said that their names will be mentioned no more. They were trying to do away with the nation of Israel. Can I say tonight that is exactly what we face in the house of God tonight. The country, the world has turned against those for serving God, those who won't be with God. And we see the petition by Israel, they prayed concerning those nations, and he pulls his heart out concerning those that are out to destroy Israel. Verse 13, he says, Oh my God, make them like a wheel as a stubble before the wind. In other words, he says, Lord, just, just blow them away like the dust. 
Make them like the chaffs of the wind. And in verse 14 he said, Consume them like a fire as the fire burneth wood and as the flame setteth the mountain on fire. In verse 15 he asked God to persecute them. He prays in verse 16 down through 18 that shame and disgrace would be, uh, come upon them, that, they, that uh, uh, would, God would make them fall on their faces and, do, and, and that they would learn that God alone is in charge of the Most High. He said, fill their faces with shame that they may seek thy name, O Lord. Let them be confounded and troubled for every, ever. Yea, let them be put to shame and perish. The psalmist teaches that, we, that he looks back and sees the, the viciousness of uh, Israel's foes that came against them. And then he sees the vanquish of the enemy, how God had delivered his people. His people time after time after time, God would bring victory to the nation of Israel. And at the end of Psalms, so that's what the purpose of all this psalm is about. The psalmist looks at the present trouble Israel's facing and as he prays to God for the past victories that he's seen in, in, the, in Israel, God would give them here a victory. And it all comes down to the last verse. He said that men may know that thou whose name alone is Jehovah art the most high over all the earth. He is praying to God with a purpose, and, he, and that purpose is found in verse 16. Fill their faces with shame that they may seek thy name, O Lord. In other words, that men would fall on their faces and be ashamed and realize that God and God alone is in charge. Oh, wouldn't it be wonderful today if men that was in control, if a men in our government would realize that they're not in control, that, uh, that God is in control no matter what they think. He prays that Jehovah would be lifted up and that His name would be praised above all other names. And we look at this psalm here. We notice in verse 18 that He said that all men may know so we are looking at that, what the world needs to know tonight. According to the psalm, there are four things I want to show you that I believe that the world needs to know and the world needs to get over. Back in verse number one, it says, all the world needs to know who's praying tonight. We see that Israel and the psalmist is seeking God. And, and the world today needs to know who is praying. We could say the Buddhists are praying tonight. We can say the Catholic are praying tonight. We can say the Muslims are praying tonight. We could say the, the Mormons are praying tonight. But they are praying to a dead God. They're praying to a God that has no light. They're praying to a God that has no power. Uh, uh, their God has no hands uh, uh, that cannot feel. Their God has no eyes that can see. Their eyes has no ears that they can hear. But when we come to verse number one, the world really needs to know who is praying tonight. Because the psalmist said he's not praying to a dead God. The psalmist is praying to a God that is a living God. He's praying to the same God that you and I can pray to tonight. They prayed for God Almighty. He said, keep not thy silence, O Lord. He's asking God, you see what we're going through. You understand what we're going through. 
O God, hold not their peace. And be not still. He's asking God, you've got to move in our circumstances. You've got to come. He's asking God. He's bleeding to God. He's petitioning God. You see what's going on, Lord. And nobody can help us. Nobody can stop what's going on. It has to be you. Just as the world hated the nation of Israel in their day, they hate them today. But God still loves Israel. God has promised to take care of them. God has promised to take care of His people. That covenant that He made in Horeb, and that covenant is still today. God has promised to take care of them. God has promised to take care of you and I. And the world needs to know who is praying tonight. Just as Israel prayed to God and his ears opened up, and and may I say uh, uh, God's ears are opened up to to the churches when they pray. Uh, He's opened up to the child of God when they pray. The psalmist is praying for Israel's defense, amen. I, I believe that there's a time that we need to understand that we have an enemy, that there's a need to be a wall established between us and our enemy, and only God can put that wall there. He's praying to God to come to the rescue. I believe we need to be rescuing our country today. And you and I can pray the same way today. I want to tell you, child of God, don't lose hope. Don't live in defeat. Don't live in despair. The same God that defended the nation of Israel, the same God that will defend you tonight. The same God that ran to the rescue, uh, to the aid, uh, will run to our rescue and our aid tonight. The same God that comforted them uh, and cared for them is the same God that will comfort us and care for us. And God will be there for us. He will not walk away. He will not leave us. He will not forsake us. If we cry out to God, the psalmist said uh, in faith and believing that God is going to defeat him and his enemy, he came to his aid. Uh, He believed when he prayed uh, that God would answer and God would come and God showed up and showed out. I I believe that you and I pray tonight and believing that God will, God will be there. Can I say there's more tonight against the child of God that hate you, that loves you? The odds are against us tonight. The odds are against churches that serve God tonight. It's an odd, but let me just say this. We still have a God that's in charge. We still have a God that's standing on the throne. We still have a God that knows what's going on. We still have a God that's in control of this world. All we have to do is like the psalmist says, cry out to God. The world needs to know who's praying, and that is you. The child of God. The world needs to know that tonight. Not only do they know that who's praying tonight, but the world needs to know who's prevailing tonight. He mentions the name of those that are against Israel. This is those nations that were against Israel. And it seemed that, that throughout time, God would show up and give the children of, a nation, of Israel. That God, they serve, He will take care of them. 
He had promised victory and you and I to no matter what we're going to face, no matter how bad it gets, no matter what it looks like or the circumstances that it may look bad, it may look like the, everything's coming to an end. But let me just say this, God still is on our side and God shall still prevail. We might not like the outcome. We might not like what's going to happen. But let me tell you what, we don't live on what's going to happen. We don't live what this world is doing. We're living what God said. He will prevail. I'm just praying God help us now we need the world needs to know who's going to prevail and it's not the world it is the child of God that's going to prevail today you, you, the world needs to know who, whose side you're on and let me just give you this you're on the winning side you're on the winning side amen we should not hang our heads down amen need to realize there's nothing this world can say or do that's going to cause us to lose. We may look like we're defeated. We may look like we come up against the wall, but I'm glad that the Bible says that the God will take care of us. The world needs to know who's praying. The world needs to know who's going to prevail. And that is you and I, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 57. But thanks be to God, which giveth us victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. And if God says, if he's given us victory, then we've overcome. Uh, and let me just say that, that victory may be here, but that victory is always going to be there. Amen. Uh, we might not get the things we like down here. It might not go our way. It might look like we're being defeated, but let me just say this. God is still in control. The psalmist saw past victories. He saw how God showed up and delivered the people when it looked like all odds were against them. It looked like there was, there's no hope, no way. He took Gideon and 300 and defeated a, a, a group of men, a large man that just looked like it was an impossible feat to do, but God done it. And we learned that, hey, God's in control and we'll just do what God says. We'll prevail throughout this world today. The world needs to know Who's praying and that's the child of God. The world needs to know who's prevailing and that is you and I. The world needs to know who is powerful tonight. He said, oh my God, make them like a wheel of the stubble before the wind as the fire burneth the wood and as the flame setteth the mountain on fire. This psalmist said, God, let them see who is powerful. They're all powerful. And let me just say this. Not all powers in this world. And that's including America. They're, the all powerful is not in the kings of this world. It's not in the generals or the armies of this world. And may I say it's not even in our government in our country. But the Bible is very clear as the psalmist prayed, O oh Lord, show them your power. We may think that this world may think it has power. Our government may think it has power. But there, there's a power that they don't know. There's a power they didn't realize that beyond all. He is the God that spoke things in the system. He breathed in the dust and created man. This is how powerful God is. There's always been the testimony of the church. The church has powers. And the sinners will know that. The world will take note of that 
when they cannot stop a church. They can't stop it. No matter how hard it gets, there's always going to be a crowd that's standing, what you call the, the Bible thumpers. There's always going to be a crowd that's standing for truth and preaching what is right. In the book of Acts, or you read the book of Acts, uh, every time persecution came to the church, it scattered the church, but it didn't quiet the church. In fact, every time persecution came to the church, it made it grew. It made them blossom. That's, and then God uses persecution to get us on board, to make us grow and spread. Amen. So God is said, I'm still in control. In verse 15, he said, so persecute them. With thy tempest and make them afraid with thy storm. Listen, God doesn't need a missile. He doesn't need a bomb. He doesn't need a tank. He doesn't even need a weapon of this world. God, through the mighty power of His Word, can shape the very foundations of men. He can bring mountains down to the ground. He can cause the seas to move. Uh, just by His Word, He can shape the things. Uh, just by His Word, He can cause everything to happen. All He has to do is speak it. He don't need the power of this world. Just His Word alone is powerful. The world needs to know who is prevailing. The world needs to know who is praying. The world needs to know who is powerful. And that's God. The world needs to know who is praised. In verse 18, that men may know that thou, whose name alone is Jehovah, art the most high over all the earth. He said, God, when you get through with all these nations, they're going to be on their face in a shame. The Bible says every knee should bow and every tongue should confess. They're going to know who God is. They're going to know that He's all-powerful. The world despises the nation of Israel. And that's why this psalm is really about we can make application to the church of my life today that the world despises the church, the world despises God, the world despises Christ. And the reason why is because they hate God. They don't stand for God. But there is coming a day. The earth is going to be filled with the knowledge of God. The whole world will know Jehovah. He's going to rule and reign. Can I say he reigns tonight? The, the world is ignorant to that. There is coming a day that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that He is Lord of Lord and King of Kings. The Bible even said those that hung Him to the cross, the ones that pierced His side, they're even going to see Him for who He is. That men may know that Thou, whose name alone it's Jehovah, art the most high over all the earth. We have a responsibility as a church, as a child of God, to take this gospel out into this world. 
You say, well, I, I can't change the world, but you can change one life. One life. You can tell them about one that can save them, the one that can change them, the one that can deliver them. It's time the name of Jehovah goes to the streets. But the world needs to see that we are praying. The world needs to see that we are prevailing. Let's don't cower down. Let's don't give up. Let's don't hang our heads down and defeat. The world needs to know that we're holding our heads up because we serve a God that's not dead. Our God is alive. We hear Him speak. We feel His presence. We know He's around. I know there's coming a day. Hey, the clouds are going to roll back. He's going to call me home. I'm just saying right now in the day that we live in, we we can still praise God, but we need to take the word out. We need to tell those out there that there is a God that's still in heaven, that still can change lives, that can still save people. If we don't do it, we fail him. So let's don't hold our heads down. Let's be vocal about who we are and tell the world, hey, I, I'm on the winning side. You, you may say, look, I look defeated tonight. The church may look defeated tonight, but let me just say this. God ain't done yet. He ain't done yet. It may look over in their eyes, but let me just say it ain't over until God says it's over with. He ain't said it's over with yet, but I believe he's getting ready to say. It's about time. It's about time. Let's be a child of God. Let's prevail. Let's tell him who's got the power. And let's praise him tonight. He is God. He is worthy.